Okay, so good morning and good afternoon and hello to everybody that is listening. I would like to say thank you for tuning in into this uh, special podcast uh, by it goes by the name of Lucia Wonders Why LWW. Thank you for tuning in and taking the time to listen. I am with a very special guest with me today and I'm quite grateful um, to have him on board really. Um, I will let him introduce himself to you. Thank you, Lucia. Um, I'm Tim Savile. I'm the Assistant Director for Revenues uh, and Benefits at Birmingham City Council. So revenues actually means we collect council tax, we collect mm-hmm. business rates, and we collect housing rents from our 61,000 council properties. So lots of, <laughs> yes. lots of money coming in and going out in terms of paying housing benefit to people who desperately need our help to keep the roof over their heads. Wow. Um, thank you for shortening that because I'm sure there's a lot more in depth that goes behind the scenes of what you do. So, Tim, I just want to say thank you for that. Um, where I am really more interested in hearing the role of what you do, of what you do, the importance and the perseverance, the motivation that you have alongside in doing what you do. So, for me, um, it's not very often that somebody gets to where you are by chance. Um, not everybody's given a gold spoon as such. And the first question that I would have for you is, what made you gravitate towards this role that you are now? I mean, okay. was it something that you've always had in mind to do? It's a really good question. And if I, if I look back over my career... yeah. Probably round about every three to four years, I've had a change of job. Sometimes that's meant moving within one organisation. Sometimes it's meant a physical move. Mm-hmm. So I live in Hampshire. Oh wow! And work, okay. And I work in Birmingham. So um, you know, I, I commute up on a Monday and go home on a Thursday or a Friday. So you know, if there's a message within that, sometimes I think you do need to move around to get on. Yes. Um, in terms of this job, um, the route to it, from a professional point of view, it's the biggest council in Europe. It is. Um, and having done a similar role at three other three other councils, this is the biggest challenge. It's the biggest council. It's the biggest challenge. Oh, wow. And I wanted to um, test myself against that challenge. I like that. Um, 1.2 million people in Birmingham, um, 460,000 properties to collect money from, 47,000 businesses. You know, the, the numbers are, are huge. Um, and my, my challenge to us as a, as a, as a council and mm. as a service has been, I want us to be not only the biggest, but the best. Yes, yeah, I totally agree. And uh, thank you for being so transparent um, in regards to your supportive role. In, in making Birmingham the best um, as it's known to be and it needs to be reminded as well. Um, so making certain decisions and management towards strategic kind of ideas and things like that for the local authority. Hearing you say that you wanted to get into this role because it was a challenge, you've done similar things before, that's quite eye-opening for me. 
um, because not many people tend to aspire for something that is bigger than what they have done. Some people are just very comfortable mm. in staying where they are. Mm. And I just want to applaud you for taking on that role and doing what you're doing for the length of time that you have done and continuing because you are human. And there are times I can imagine where you are challenged with many things. It's not a smooth sailing ship and you have a team behind you. And amongst that team, you have other people as well working within various departments of the mm -hmm. council. So really, it's like plugging a lot of people together, but trying to make sure that there's collaboration, cooperation, and everything is authentic between managers and employees, as well as the public. Yes. <laughs> and that's, yeah. that's, quite, that's quite wide and challenging. So to be within an ambitious kind of authority and, and being led and delivering improvements is quite eye-opening for me. And, and thank you for explaining that. Um, so, yeah, so moving on. Um, I would like to say as well, another question, if you don't mind. Um, the question that I have for you is, would you say challenges help you to succeed further within your work goals and your life in general? I, I like a challenge. I'm quite quietly competitive, um, yes. but actually I'm very competitive underneath. I like that. Um, I like that. <laughs> I, but I don't achieve things. My staff achieve things. So we've got 400 staff across the three services that, that, that I cover. Mm -hmm. And I, we have made improvements. I've been, I've been here for nearly three years now. Mm -hmm. We've made some significant improvements. But I couldn't point to one thing yeah. that made all the difference. It's lots of little things. That I think it was the British cycling team when they won the first lot of gold medals at the 2000 and whatever it was Olympics. But yes. the, the marginal gains yeah, yeah. and that people, all little bits that people do. I did hear about that. Yeah, make I did hear about that. Make a difference to the overall to the overall picture. And I'm a strong believer in everyone can make a difference. Um, and if everyone makes a little difference that will end up with a with a with a big difference for people and and you know our jobs are really important we are keeping helping to keep the roof over people's heads exactly. when, they, when they when they need that support of the benefit system um, and whether it's paying the housing whether we're paying housing benefit yes. or whether we're collecting their, their rent for their council uh, tenancy you know, we're doing our bit to help keep that tenancy secure yeah. and, and that secure tenancy is the key to... Even with um, local, welfare, local welfare provision local as welfare well. Local welfare provision, yes. Uh, as well, so even just aiding and assisting people with vital furniture or certain things that is needed for them to live and that, have a basic well-being. A house is the key to so many other bits of life, isn't it? Exactly. You know, health, schools, exactly. jobs... Yeah. You know, you, it, it, it's vital. So, so yeah. Developing um, that focus is, is very important. So the fact that you've explained all those things quite in-depth, really, um, which enables a higher performing role and being more resilient towards the organisation, for you then, hearing your point of view, what is your definition of success? 
Ooh, that's a really, that's another <laughs> really good challenge. Definition, well, uh, for me, it's a bit like the end of the rainbow. You, okay. You, 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 you never get there because there's always something else that you can improve on. You know, wow. here, I think we, we can c continue to improve in, you know, right across the board. We, and that's got to be, I think, if you, if, you stop, if you stop looking at the end of the rainbow, then you can become complacent ah, and now I get you. rest on your laurels. So being a big authority, we've always got debt to collect. Yes. You know, we've got, got to look at different ways of doing that. Yeah. Um, you know, we, we, we will always have a lot of benefit claims and we'll have to deal with them in the, you know, in the most accurate way. Yes. And get them, get people reassured as quickly Cause, as cause possible. there's always change so as there's well. Always, so, so the, definition, the definition of success, I, th I think, is continuous improvement. You know, you can always Perfect. improve from where you are and you've always got to look to then take it on. Modern technology is, again, that's always something that's helping us to do our job sometimes it gets in the way but um, it generally is there to help us and, and that's you know social media but you know computing technology you know we can now get robots to do part of our work for us I say robot it's not <laughs> yeah robot, you're not right yeah but a computer program that will will do things that humans have done in the past you know they, they can work like that and that will free up people's time to, mm -hmm. to spend more time with people and helping people yes like you know with charities and liaising with different people or external um people that can help within the organization so i love when you said that because it can free up people's desk space yeah. time yeah. to to look at other areas where improvement is is needed so i like the fact that you you mentioned that you know getting involved um with the community in a different way and looking at where our time management is as a workforce within certain departments. So I like that. Um, thank you for that, Tim. Um, another question um, for you. Is self-belief from yourself important? Because the reason why I ask that is self-belief, you mentioned the rainbow and not really looking towards the end because there's always something that you need to challenge and improve but without that self-belief that motivation and honesty do you believe within yourself that that's a key thing that you need to have i, th I think you do but i think you've it doesn't it doesn't just come overnight yes you, you've got to um you've got to learn the business as best you can, trial the service areas, trial and error, learning from mistakes, but also knowing what good looks like and knowing what the best looks like. And you can only build that um, by, you know, comparing yourself to others. You know, there's a whole world of, of our world out there <laughs> um, that we can learn from, share from, pick up good good tips tips from. So you've got to know what, what is possible. Wise, and yeah. that's really important to keep your keep your eyes and ears open to what's going on outside you know yeah. I, I certainly my view of, of when I first came to Birmingham it was in in this service area it was perhaps a little bit unam, unambitious mm. and, and maybe didn't looked very much internally and didn't look externally enough and there's a lot of good stuff going on outside 
that we can learn from and build on. And oh, yes, and, and I, I see that from uh, the, the daily blogs and, and things that what we're doing and liaising outside, it's really nice to read briefly, glimpse over and read what we're doing and partner up with the Birmingham Lord Mayor and things that are happening. So mm. I think the fact that you mentioned that when you first came and to have your opinion of 2020 now in March, where it is, I must applaud you for the credit as well, as well as ourselves, the fact that you are pulling and striving to do better and make better for the public sector through different gaps that you can see where it's needed. And it's hard, it's hard, and you're human like the rest of us, but you're trying. And I think trying is a key important within success because if you're not going to try, then what is the point? There's no point whatsoever. So I just want to thank you for your honesty um, in that aspect. Uh, the, the last question that I would have for you, as the service is improving um, by modernising, like you said, through technology and through online claims and improved access for landlords and faster processing for customers, what would your best advice be for using technology today to better anyone's standards. So if somebody wanted to aspire to go in the route that you're in, how would you advise someone through technology how they can explore within that? So there's, there's quite a few aspects around uh, technology. Uh, again, I think at the moment we're, we're trying to encourage the public to yes. do more self-service. The public, a lot of the public, want to do more self-service. You know, they don't want to necessarily pick up the telephone anymore, <laughs> speak to someone. Yeah. They want to go online. They want to. They want to do their bank accounts. They want to do everything online. So, so I think opening up the channels to enable people to self-serve as much as possible. possible. In doing that, our, you know, our, we're in um, difficult financial challenges. All councils will, 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 will for, you know, be forced to look at alternative solutions for things. But by deflecting the public to do as much self-service as possible, mm -hmm. we can maximise our staff resource mm. and to help those who, who perhaps can't help yeah. themselves as much. So I think that's really, really important. Um, I suppose another thing is, is you, you know, and it comes back to my last point about always looking and trying to be aware of what's going on elsewhere. You don't know what you don't know. Exactly, yeah. And <laughs> you want to make sure that you're not missing a trick. So yes. it's keeping that general awareness about, you know, keeping in touch with, you know, it could be, could be just listening to the news and picking up on an IT development somewhere, but, you know, certainly professional or yeah. other bodies. Um, we're lucky in Birmingham in one, because we're big we get central government they want they, they, they quite like to hear Birmingham's view yeah, quite often the people themselves yeah so, so, so again looking at other developments from the Department for Work and Pensions what are they doing how can we link in with that mm. uh, other government departments as well so I think there's a whole load of things around technology and, and I think that's the expectation it's to bring that fear down isn't it because some people have a real fear of technology and I think it's trying to differentiate those that have the fear 
compared to those that are very, um, you know, uh, confident and just the going in. So it's trying to find the link of, okay, what is it that people have problems with? How can we make a software or how can we make something easier for people to access? Sometimes you just have to take things to the basic, mm -hmm. strip everything right down, you know, in order for people to have access. Um, and nothing beats sometimes getting your ideas on a pen and paper and looking at various ages across the city and possibly what are the common faults within maybe those over 50, those between 25 and 40, and looking at those who are post-16 people, um, you know, going through certain troubles and difficulties and they're just onto universal credit, and looking at, picking out which points people find things difficult, asking them, finding out if something, an app was to be made or what would they want what is it that they want to get straight to and what are the key things that they find difficult you know you don't want for example you wouldn't want an app that has too many things for them to remember you know too mm, many passwords yeah. or too many tabs to go through to get where they need to get to mm. you just want a direct link somewhere um you know touch screen as well because not everybody can hold a pen yeah so looking at learning disabilities as well as you know physical uh, disabilities so I'm very excited and, and I'm very pleased to hear um, a little bit within your brain of where... Of <laughs> where... Bit, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Don't make me laugh, yeah, um, of, of your advice on technology. Um, and I just want to say thank you for, for taking the time out. Um, we're going to have a break um, for giving me your feedback of your development, of where you've come from. Um, and how it's made you productive to the service and where you're looking to go uh, with the improvements to, towards the service with this Lucia Wonders Why. So, guys, um, those are the questions that I have asked Mr. Tim Savile. Um, if you need to find any more information on him, you can definitely see him within the BirminghamCityCouncil.gov uh, website and within Google as well. And we'll take a break and we will come right back with part B. guys hello and welcome back uh, to the podcast of Lucia wonders why i am here still with mr tim savile and i'm here with the part b which is slightly different from um the wonder whys um we've got something slightly different with tim where i'm asking him three questions just to get to know him a little bit more behind the scenes um so the first question tim as i've seen you occasionally here and there um which coffee shop would serve your tea or coffee best? Where do you go for your tea or coffee? I tend to, if I stop for a coffee, for a takeaway coffee, I tend to grab and go. Okay. So I would probably, and I, I, I try, I try, I try and avoid Starbucks. <laughs> <laughs> um, I try and avoid Starbucks. Is it too strong? No, no, I try and avoid Starbucks because they don't pay, don't pay their taxes. Right. No, that's a good thing. That's um, a good thing. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I tend to grab, I'm, I'm generally, 
I'm quite well organised, but I'm generally in a in a hurry. So it's a, it's a case of grabbing and going, and I probably would go for the most convenient one that yeah, happened to be, to be wherever I, wherever I was. To be honest, perfect. So you're not a fuss pot as such. It's not a fuss pot. No, wherever I, you I, go, black coffee. Yeah. Um, so I have a simple simple taste for coffee anyway. Yeah. So that's you, um, and that's what you like. So that's that's great to hear. Um, I've seen you occasionally in the lifts now and again. Um, with soup so I know you like a bit of soup so uh, which soup would be the best of your choice at a restaurant would it be butternut squash with chilli would it be lentil soup would it be a curried sweet potato chickpea soup or a pumpkin soup you're really tempting me (laughs) I do love my soup Picked up. I'm, I'm a vegan as yeah. well, so um, I tell you, all of those yeah. sound absolutely fantastic. <laughs> I, the the one soup I can't resist. So if I'm trying to trying to be good, and mm. if I've, I've um, snacked in the morning or something, thinking I'll skip lunch today, the one soup I probably won't walk by is pea and mint. Oh, yeah. you like a, I've had the pea and mint soup from um, M&S. All right, yeah. and I've tasted that. And it's equally as good to one that I've tasted in a co-op. Right. Um, so pea, pea and mint soup. You didn't think they would go together. No. But I'm telling you, it good. works. Yeah. It works. Do you yeah. have it with some bread on the side or you just have it just, just like that? Just straight soup. Just straight yeah. soup. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Interesting. <laughs> um, last but not least, if you were given the choice to test drive one of the following classic cars... Which would you choose? Would it be a Jaguar E-Type? Would it be a Porsche 911 from 1963? Would it be a Mercedes 300 GL? Or the Ford Model T? Oh, well, I'll be totally honest. I'm not a car buff. Yeah. Um, So... A car, to me, is a practical thing. Yes, yeah. They they all sound quite exciting to, <laughs> to have a go at, to be honest. And um, I can I, just about see the dashboard. Or yeah. <laughs> so so. Ooh, yeah, I, I'd, I'd probably never get near one of them. But um, <laughs> given the choice, mm-hmm. what would I go for? A Jaguar E-Type. I've got a, a fond memory of my my dad, who I, I lost um, when I was only eighteen. Oh, but, wow. Um, he, he had a Jag once, and um, I, I was always very impressed because you could start it with a button. Just like my dad, who passed away 2005, yeah, it's, yeah. It, he was a Jaguar man. Yeah. Um, automatic was his thing. Yeah. And, yeah, it was just yeah. a button. Uh, amazing, with the leather so, interior and how smooth it drove. and. Yeah, lo- lovely old cars. Yeah. But, not very environmentally friendly these yes, days. Yes. I think it used to do 10 to the gallon yeah. and he kept it for about three months for them yeah. to sell it. <laughs> oh, wow. So um, there you go, guys. Um, just a, a little bit of insight of Tim behind the scenes and how he likes his coffee and what soup he can't resist and what type of car he would go for based on his experience with his father. So I just want to say, is there anything that you would like to mention for BCC? You can do now. No, it's, a, it's been really, really nice, nice to talk to you. Oh, um, bless you. In terms of, you know, we, we've made really good progress here and it wouldn't have been possible without staff. So obviously I want to thank 
every member of staff who works for us um, in terms of, you know, I always like to feel that there's a person at the end of every one of our transactions and it's really important that staff remember that and at every opportunity I will try and remember to remind people that you know there is a all of our transactions have a person at the end and that's really really important and I think that is a strength of us that generally people do um, they do know that and they do get that um, but you know so thanks we've made great improvements and I think in terms of, there are some challenges for us as a, as a, as a workforce. Mm-hmm. Um, like many other. We, we've, got, we've got an ageing workforce um, and we need to generate and attract jobs for younger people. Um, we need to have the vacancies first, we can't just have a, a blank cheque and, and, but you know, <laughs> we, we certainly need to be thinking about the best ways of reaching out to make working for the council attractive for young people and in terms of how we uh, how we advertise our jobs. So, uh, social media, I used yesterday, we've got two revenues officers vacancies oh, at the moment, wow. and I shared that with all my LinkedIn contacts, which is over a thousand, a thousand yes, contacts. Yes. So, you know, I, I will use it when, when I can to try and widen the net. They uh, say each sure. one teach one. I think that's a Bob Marley saying. Each uh, right, one okay. teach one. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's, that's great. Yeah. But no, thank you, thank you for giving me the opportunity. <laughs> no you, problem, Bishop. but um, thank you for communicating effectively what you do and how you've got to where you are and your motivation in for where you are going and where you want Birmingham to strive to as well. So guys, there you have it, myself, Lucier, um, and Tim Savile. Thank you for listening to Lucier Wonders Why. You can find me on Spotify, iTunes, Breaker, Anchor FM, uh, Radio Republic, type me in Google and you will find me. Take care.